0: We're celebrating three years of blockchain and cryptocurrency podcasting here at the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, and we've got a special gift for you today. We've invited hosts from four other podcasts to join us to discuss their crypto journey. We'll be joined by American Idol contestant, Taryn Southern, Brenton Drew of the Wild West Crypto Show, our buddy Rice Crypto, and Mr. Ashton Addison from the Crypto Coin Show. The blockchain podcasting realm's grown quite a bit since we started the show, and we want you to get to know others who are creating great content. Oh, and about that gift... It's a unique celebratory NFT that we're giving to you for free, but you got to be quick. So get out your party favors, put on your birthday suit, and let's start a conga line for our happy birthday to us, episode number 428 of the Bad Crypto Podcast.
1: Who's
0: bad? Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday, me and my friend. Happy birthday to us. <laughs> It is the Bad Crypto Podcast and we are celebrating today because it is officially three years of badness and we know actually enough right now to maybe elevate us to the not so horrible crypto podcast.
2: Well, I just want to clarify, I want to timestamp this, this is July 19th and we're recording this right here, so this is actually after our birthday now, so technically... Technically, we're, we're on to our fourth year now, so I don't know what this celebration is. It's always in the past.
0: <laughs> it's over. Well, sometimes I'm a futurist, sometimes I'm a pastist. That's true. Right now, I'm going to be a todayist. And I'm gonna say today, it would not surprise me if more of you claimed your $50 in free Bitcoin from us here at Bad Cryptopia, because we're giving it away to US citizens that sign up for a new eToro account, fund that account with $50 and then use that $50 to purchase any of the 14 coins that they offer in their application. When you do that and follow the instructions on the page I'm about to give to you, we're gonna give you $50 in Bitcoin. And it seems just about Every day, we've got people writing us saying, Here's my account info. Here's my deposit. Here's my transaction. Load me up, boys. Is that what they say? Pretty much. Load me up. I don't know if I've ever read an email like that. Load me up, Buttercup. Badco.in forward slash eToro is the site. Go there, get the instructions. It's super easy and be like all the others who we are giving away Bitcoin to. Badco.in that thing i said before
2: load me up load me up buttercup baby just to let me down let
0: me down yeah i'm gonna have to put that one on the playlist now uh we do have a free nft today mr travis Wright, and it's not a blockchain heroes nft it's a free nft because it's here number three now we're on a number four so we'll probably make some more And we'll tell you more about that and how to get it here a little later in the show. But first of all, we had a great opportunity to speak with a number of our peers that are in the podcasting realm. And uh, we did brief interviews with four of them. Well, actually five, but, you know, kind of like us, one comes as a set, (laughs) a matched pair. You, You get two cowboys for the price of one.
2: That's true. Wait, didn't we only have one? We, oh, yeah, we did have both both of them on that. Well, there was one time we interviewed yeah, yeah. there was one time we interviewed them, and there was only one of them.
0: Yeah, we were only able to rustle up one of them while West Crypto fellas. Uh, but we've got back to back to back to back uh brief interviews for you with Ms. Taryn Southern. She's uh, boy, she is quite a powerhouse. She created the world's first song token, and she was on uh, American Idol. Um, she'll be up followed by the Wild West Crypto fellas, and then Rice Crypto, and then we'll complete with Ashton Addison. And then then we'll
2: put Taryn Southern in there again, because she's
0: just amazing. She is amazing. So it's gonna be back to back to back to back. If you're ready, let's go. And we're pleased to officially welcome to Bad Crypto for the first time. Though she was a part of the influencer squad at Virtual Blockchain Week, she is the one and only Taryn Southern. She's an artist, a writer, a producer, had more than 700 million views of her content online. She got to the YouTube game early and has worked in so many different um, parts of the technology arena, AI, VR, AR, and she is a blockchain enthusiast. She released the world's first song token, on blockchain, enabling artists to share royalties with an infinite number of collaborators using Ethereum blockchain. And she is nominated for best female influencer for the crypto awards. And we've nominated her for best female with us right now in this interview. Hi, Taryn, how you doing?
3: <laughs> there are so many of you, so I feel honored. You win! Congratulations. I won the award. award. I haven't won anything yet today, so this is um
2: a... There it is. Wow. Would you Very like to thank positive. anybody?
3: You I'd <laughs> um, like to thank my cat, who is currently in the room somewhere, hiding.
0: Well, we appreciate you um, participating as an influencer for Virtual Blockchain Week. And he, clearly, yeah. you love this blockchain space. So you, get, you know, here we are. Um, Timestamp this. It's June in 2020. I think this interview goes live in July. Give us your current take on you know, the blockchain and crypto world vibe.
3: Oh man! I mean, that's—it's such an—it feels like an impossible task to make any kind of steadfast predictions about the world, given what kind of space we're currently occupying. So I feel like the only wise thing to do would just be say, "I I I know absolutely nothing," and uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen over the next three, six, nine months. Um, My hope is that we'll see some really interesting things take hold because of all of the uncertainty. And, um, just like the massive space of unknowns that we're occupying right now, uh, I'd be really curious to see what you guys think, because you're doing this day in and day out. I'm definitely more of a hobbyist. You know, I've been active in the space since like 20, really active since 2016, started playing around at least in the crypto space with Bitcoin, um, earlier than that. But, um, but you, you, both of you would have a better
0: well, we are the bad radar. crypto. So, I mean, it, it's bad for a reason. Bad
3: crypto. I True. mean, I think you know, like there was obviously this massive surge of interest in everything a couple of years ago, and then and then people sort of have been heads down working on their companies, or in many cases, a lot of companies failing um, that raise money in those token exchanges, and 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 now we're seeing all of these normal like companies that are that have nothing to do with blockchain in a really interesting scary space so like how all of this is going to merge and it'll be really interesting i think we'll see more interest and a resurgence of passion and capital in the next year if i had to lay my bet on it
2: we shall see the magical crystal ball is unknown at this point so my my magical crystal ball is a little foggy it is hard yeah. to say we need to get rid of all these like the riots and the craziness and the the, the viruses and the other things yeah. that's going on. And, yeah.
3: yeah, the pandemic might be just clouding our vision a little yeah, bit.
2: Yeah, it is true. I'm trying <laughs> to tap into it. So so folks might not know this, but back in 2004, in, the, in season three, uh, you were uh, one of the, the the folks there on American Idol.
3: Yeah, I was set season two. Season two. So I was a little, I was 17 years old very nice we little taught back
2: then we taught well your Wikipedia is wrong because it says the third season so they need to need to go in there and fix that, mess that
3: up. So you've done a lot
2: of you've done a lot of singing and some and, and songwriting and, and creating and, and and even comedy and and then you've tapped into some stuff with AI and some AR type of stuff recently over the last couple of years so I'm curious to to hear some of your thoughts about about that because I know Joel and I are big on VR we you know both have one of those the the Oculus Quests and you know you know the, the the you know I think before the pandemic we'd be like you know what wow with the merging of VR and AR and crypto and all this other stuff you know it's it, it might have gone in one direction now we're in another it's just an interesting time that we're in right now but what do you what are your thoughts on on sort of AR and VR and is there any applications around crypto that you can think about?
3: Uh, I guess I'll start with the first question, which is I think there's never been a better time for VR to reinsert itself into the conversation. I freaked out the first time that I put on a VR headset and I was in this underwater world. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so much better than reality. Then after like 30 (laughs) minutes, I got a bad headache and I was like, Oh, I can't live here. That's right. Um, You get a little (laughs) nauseous
2: if you're in there. You kind of get that. So like you're on a boat or something, you know, you
3: do. And I think that was a testament to the technology, not quite catching up to, um, what we actually need biologically, with our with mm. vision and and just like all of the sort of uh, minutia that's required of engineering VR headsets, but it's got they've gotten so much better. Obviously, people are stuck at home um, in a lot of places, and so what better time to experience this new virtual universe and play around mm-hmm. with it than now? And I think there's definitely, you know, there's an application for blockchain absolutely everywhere, and I think I, I mean I know of a, f- a few companies that are doing some really interesting things in VR and AI. Mm. Personally, I think with artificial intelligence, you're going to see even more ap- interesting applications of blockchain, just related to privacy, security, all of that. But but you know I'm I'm I keep, I'm keeping my eyes out for for interesting things. I need to get a new headset.
0: Yeah. What what is your current headset? Oh, the nerve!
3: The nerve! They stole it. Oh. The
0: I didn't do it. I haven't left Colorado in months. So it wasn't, it wasn't me. So as you're looking at the blockchain world now, what's your current interest? Like what's got your attention?
3: Oh goodness. Let's see. I I want to think, I want to actually give, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, the, the, um, the, the most honest answer to that, to be honest,
0: (laughs) Don't we'll lie to the us. We've we'll, we'll we got B.S. detectors. We'll be like, uh, uh, that's a lie. Yeah, Why does Karen no, always no. lie to us? Oh, I thought we no. were cool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, I mean, a couple of years ago, I spent a lot of time developing the song token as like a creative exercise. I didn't make any money off of it. It was just, let's see what happens when we create this thing that enables artists to um, to sell ownership of their material to fans and then have their fans all have a stake in that. It was a really interesting experiment. Um, I had a lot of fun with it, but it was a lot of work. And, and like I said, it wasn't something that I made money off of. So it was kind of like, I wanted to wait and see how the industry progressed and shaped up and, and, and for, so for someone like me, even though I'm incredibly excited about the fundamentals of blockchain, where the technology is like, we have yet to see a really good front facing tech Use of the tech that's like clean and has a nice UI UX and like works well and so that's um, and it's been a couple years so I I suppose like on that front I'm I'm a little bit in the waiting game of things like when are we gonna see something pop from all this infusion of capital a few years back into these companies that feels like a, a clean and pretty user experience and, and, and works well. Um, and so I, from that point of view, I'm probably not going to be like diving back in as an artist, utilizing the technology in interesting new creative ways until I see more, more development happen. But, you know, I'm still, I'm, I'm still invested. Like as an investor, I'm still da- very much in the crypto space. I'm a holder. Um, and you're a
0: hodler. Can can I still get a song token or is it too late? Is that like closed off?
3: Too late. I'm sorry. We closed it up.
0: No token for you. Come back. No
3: token. You might be able to have my token if you want. (laughs) See if I can give it to you.
2: (laughs) The Terran token.
3: The Terran token.
0: Very nice. Yeah. I wonder, have you thought about tokenizing your social following in some way where people earn Terran tokens for doing certain activities and redeemable for Taran
3: Someone is going to do that. Someone is going to yep. do it. Uh, it probably, it probably won't be me. Not yet. <laughs> I mean, I, I just spent the last couple of years working on a documentary about the future of brain computer interfaces. So that was taking mm-hmm. up most of my headspace and literally, and literally taking up my headspace. <laughs> and now I'm actually writing a book, on that sort of exposes the underbelly of digital influence. So mm. I've been going back into my old YouTube days and excavating the you know interesting stories of like what this influence economy means. And I actually, I think that it's going to be pretty applicable to, to blockchain and how it, a lot of people were building yeah. things around influence and um, monetization of influence and having fans, to, you know, take a piece of the, get get a piece of the pie when they're supporting a favorite brand or, so I, f- I feel like there, there are definitely going to be applications in that space.
2: And there's definitely an underbelly to that too. And it doesn't smell There good. is a dark you underbelly. Know, it needs to be washed. I, I want to actually just real quick. How is,
3: it, how is it in the crypto blockchain space? How do you feel about you it?
2: You know, I think it's probably an underbelly there too. It's, uh, it's a little, we're, all, we're, all, we're all on the up and up because we always let people know whenever we have a sponsor and we're always very upfront about all that. And I think yeah. that a lot of folks are not and they just yeah. shill and they don't get they don't, don't seem to have any sort of repercussions of that. But I want to I want to just real quick. So you were talking if you did a documentary of the brain computer interface, sort of like what Elon Musk is building. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that So what version of that you think is going to be safe? Because you obviously don't want you don't want Gen 1 of that. Probably <laughs> don't want Gen 2. So maybe well, Gen three people... might start to be where you could maybe <laughs> accept it a little bit.
3: Guess how many people are currently walking around with brain computer interfaces implanted in their in their brain, like somewhere and in their head? Yeah, how many people?
2: Brain interface? Well, like because I know I've seen some that have a, a connection that's like for hearing, but it's like a brain. Yeah. Not not hearing.
3: including cochlear implants.
2: Okay. Okay. Wow. I don't. I, I wouldn't even have any. Have a guess.
3: More than more than a hundred thousand people.
2: More than a hundred thousand people. Wow. More than
3: a hundred thousand people. Wow! Not a, lot, not a tremendous number of the percentage of those are in the states. A lot of people in Canada, um, and Europe. But it's been a pretty well studied area for really since like the 80s and 90s, mm. which sounds crazy. Uh, but and neuro, and Elon Musk has just made it fashionable.
2: Wow! <laughs> so are they just like well, you can just easily connect to Google or whatever, and like with your like. With- <laughs>
3: We're not there yet.
2: Okay, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah but you cuz I would put be kicked Brain and like do, some, do a lot of you Oh yeah yeah, yeah. you should definitely sign up for Jeopardy.
0: Yeah see if you if you do Google with your thoughts Travis then they censor your brain Oh man there's going to be censor the results. There's like an thought. underbelly
2: the underbelly of Google This is not, it, They usually to have like the underbelly series it's sort of like you of know the
0: <laughs> Yep yeah, un- under my belly is not a six pack, I'll tell you that, but uh yeah.
2: it's like the for dummy series, like the underbelly series. Now underbelly for underbelly for banking. The uh <laughs> the oil industry bank uh underbelly, the military industrial complex underbelly. Yeah, there's a guys- whole series there.
0: Go check out Taryn's stuff, TarynSouthern.com. It's spelled T-A-R-Y-N, Southern.com. And uh, you'll see links to her socials, her YouTube channel. And uh, Taryn, thanks for checking in with us and, and keep us posted on what you got going next.
3: Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.
0: Well, Mr. Travis Wright, I reckon we're going to head down there to Texas and catch up with our buddies from the Wild West Crypto Show, Drew and Brent. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Hey,
4: how the devil y'all doing? I hope you got your boots, man. It's getting
1: deep here. <laughs> now you better hey. pull your pants above your boots if you're talking to us. <laughs>
4: how long you guys been at this now? A couple of years? Yeah, two and a half years. Yeah. We started uh, January 2018, did our first broadcast. Yeah. Oh,
1: right when it was taking, huh? Thanks. Oh no 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 no! We're we're what tipped it over to tanking. In fact, Drew came to me and says, "Hey, there's these these bad crypto podcast guys, and uh, we think we need a we need a a Texas version of these guys." I said, "Yeah, there we go. Let's tank the market because it's at an all time high." Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Soon as we after our first broadcast, (laughs) we we can rock
0: this thing. (laughs) Good good job, fellas. Thanks thanks for that. Well, you know, you guys are doing much more than podcasts and you're doing quite a bit of video. I understand you're doing some daily updates now. So kind of give us the roundup there of what's happening at WWCS.
4: Yeah, you bet. You know, we started and we did a weekly show in in radio, television. Uh, We're on available just because you're available doesn't mean that. Everybody's watching, but we're available in about 30 million homes. We do terrestrial radio and television and candidly didn't really even do much of the podcast or the YouTube or any of that until about a year ago. And then we kind of started to build that audience and our goal in it was because, as you guys know, y'all been in crypto for a while, and to get the old gray-haired folks with money in there, it's probably not going to happen if you're, you know, on you on the internet. Because most of our redneck buddies, as we like to call them, they're driving around in their pickup trucks listening to the radio. So <laughs> we figured we'd do a show that tried to reach as many of the ma- much of the masses as we could.
2: Oh, that's great! So how did you how, how did you guys work that out to get on some terrestrial? Radio stations, because I mean that's a that's a pretty cool
4: thing. You can get a lot of you can get a lot of listens that way. Yeah, it's a pay to play, man. I've been doing radio and TV for about twenty five years, and when I met Brent, which had probably been three and a half years ago, I I was you know he's a contractor. He's building our new. We're building a big corporate headquarters with full blown studios and our offices and everything else here in Kerrville. But uh, as a contractor, I I asked him one day, and I I did an intro to cryptocurrencies, had a guy come over and do that for us. And after I got to talking, I found out he was more than just an old contractor. He used to work for (laughs) Merrill Lynch for a number of years. And so I asked him, I said, hey, you ever done any radio or TV? And he said, yeah, I've done a couple of radio shows and a TV show. And I said, well, well, you wanna do a show on cryptocurrency? And he goes,
1: sure. So, you know, he's, he's the guy with all the credentials. I'm just no an cowboy. Uh, and the funny thing is, is we, uh, Drew had done some shows on KTSA, which is the number two AM station in the state of Texas. So it's got a broad reach. So we're driving down to the station there and he hands me a piece of paper and it's got five little fragmented sentences on it. I said, what's this? He says, this is the show. I said, oh, you're an extemporaneous speaker. He says, no, I don't practice any. I just go with it. I said, okay, well, good. So we got it. So we we go there. And we do the show, we kind of look at each other and went, that was good. And the, and the uh, engineer comes out and says, uh, so how long have y'all been working together? And we said, oh, about an hour and two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's been a lot of
4: fun, man. And especially, you, you know, as you guys know, I mean, we've met several times with y'all. This uh, People tell us, especially when we go to San Francisco or D.C. or New York, they say, hey, we like your costumes. Well, one of these days when, when y'all come to Texas, you'll see everybody here wears these costumes.
0: Ain't no costume.
4: That, that's a regular everyday dress
0: them up, uh, riding in, in the Ford F-150, right? That's, uh... yeah, the,
1: the only, the only, that's it. The only that's difference it. is you have the straw hat for driving around in your pickup truck. And for TV, you get the felt out. And that's, that's about the difference there.
4: Yeah. And, and kind of like you guys, we like to, you know, we share real news. We interview folks and we'll interview about anybody. We don't, and when we interview them, There's no questions. We don't give them questions. We don't take questions. We let them live and die by their own words, and we'll interview almost anybody in the space. And so, you know, the goal being, give every. you never know who's going to have that next moonshot, who may be the next unicorn. And so we'll have guys that are launching a project come in, and we'll put them on the air for eight minutes. We'll give anybody eight minutes of fame, you know.
1: That's great. Sometimes it's eight minutes of shame, but <laughs> it's up to them whether it's fame or shame. Jorg Jorgmolt. Oh, sorry, Doug. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So nice.
2: So, what's next on the horizon for you
4: folks? Well, I, I, I will tell you that we're you know we told you we're building a studio here, and we'll have yeah, to that's one of these yeah one of these days we'll give you guys we're actually we'll be launching a uh, we've got a, uh, a broadcast network called Flix. Flix.net, F L I X and so we're onboarding, you know, video content to that. We're actually going to start producing additional shows for that, and ultimately, in about thirty days, we're going to launch a pilot of that thing where it'll be the world's first twenty-four hour live broadcast that follows the sun around the world. Well, so well- yeah, now that sounds mighty hot, but we're going to go at night. Okay, well, I'm just
3: glad different.
2: that it's not flicks with three X's because I don't want to see any of that with y'all.
0: <laughs> That'd be a different <laughs> career for those fellas yeah, Nobody know, wants I to keep see
1: your that. Hat on. <laughs> oh no, no, not, uh, we'd have to leave the hat and the boots on for that. World, 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 men, we need all the Oh, the
0: images in my mind. I, now I can't unsee that, and I'm I'm really regretting it. Uh, well, you guys are found at WildWestCryptoShow.com, and uh, also a YouTube channel, right? That they yeah. can they can follow you there on the Twitters, um, all the socials are there are linked on the site. Uh, let, let's just uh, finish up with asking you guys this: um, each of you individually, we know that you're not financial advisors. But Bitcoin December 31st, 2020. What's it gonna be?
4: December 2020, Bitcoin will be at 30,
1: 30 grand. Hmm. Brent. Uh actually, I think it'll have pulled back to 18 grand. Okay. You think it's gonna hit 30 there, Brent? I don't think it'll hit 30. I think what it'll do is is it'll it'll eventually pierce the 20, and then we'll have a sale back to about 18 by the end of the year.
0: Excellent.
2: I like that. I'm just can... gonna go to like two thousand early on, and twenty twenty.
0: Shut your mouth,
4: Travis, right? Shut... <laughs> well, hey, hey, Travis. If we start another show, a second show, it'll it'll it'll, it'll tank.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wild west crypto Show.com. drew brent thanks as always and uh, you know we are big supporters of all of our peers here in the crypto space and if you guys aren't listening and subscribing to their show I, I i reckon you should just mosey on over there and check them out that's
2: right we gave we gave them eight minutes too that's all they get that's all they
4: yeah. gave us <laughs> <Yeehaw>! <laughs> bye guys thanks guys
5: i wish i was a pretty chick <laughs> I might have more subscribers. And than...
0: <laughs> and that is the voice of Rice Crypto joining us here for uh, the special influencer show.
5: Nice intro. I mean,
0: that's a great way to start. The host of the Rice Crypto channel on YouTube and the website, ricecrypto.io. He's a cool crypto podcaster and a friend. Welcome to Bad Crypto.
5: Thanks for, thanks for having me back on, guys. Man, I really, really wish it.
0: you were a chick
5: no i don't actually really wish i was a chick i'm really happy with um being a male but i just have seen a lot of um newer content creators come up in the space and um just happens to be females and their subscriber base just tends to be a little bit higher than mine so i mean it kind of sucks a little bit you know i'm trying to put out quality content but keep it real at the same time so i'm just identify you know just identify identify as an off as a dolphin actually Yeah, I do. I do.
2: That's nice. Although dolphins are rapists. So did you know that?
5: They're it's therapists.
2: Horrible. It's actually horrible. Actually, dolphins are horrible. They would not be very good. They would not last very long in 2020. You are very I would, I would break, I would sure. break
5: the dolphins there. They basically
2: they basically will use their sonar shit to like target a woman, like four or five of them will just like they said they'll like gang rape their their target for like a week. Oh my god. Oh. So you know what? I don't know if you want to say that you're you identify as a dolphin. <laughs>
5: No, I'm, I'm going to break rugged, the stereotype. I'm, TW, I'm breaking the stereotypes, man. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> I'm a kinder, people... gentler <laughs> dolphin. Yes, I am a kinder, gentle
0: dolphin. Oh, my gosh. We're going to get mail. We're going to get so much mail about this one. But so is true,
2: it's like a real story. It's weird. Dolphins are weird.
0: They are.
5: So am They're I. That's <laughs> good.
0: You're all weird. I'm just trying to put on a show here. Gosh. Okay. So what's happening in Rice Crypto World, man? How's the channel going and what you're working on?
5: well i mean everything is going great man um since the last time we talked um on the podcast which was miami um which was a great time by the way um my channel's been growing very much organically which i'm really happy with um i've got great subscribers great viewers great interactions and recently i've started branching out my content a little bit and expanding out what i've been talking about and i'm getting ready to put out by the time this um this this comes out on your show I'll already have my new intro video out where i'm explaining um how i'm going to be um structuring my channel in the future and what else i'm doing for the future of rice so i've got the rice crypto show covering um crypto and blockchain and tech i've got the rice report that's going to be talking about politics and economics and my uh, newest show is going to be called strangers Than fiction where i'm talking about unproven conspiracy theory and um woo-woo type topics and then I'm going to be launching an exclusive audio podcast very soon that should hopefully be out by the time this comes out in air so you can check me out on Anchor at Rice Radio. And my exclusive podcast, I haven't told you guys, is going to be called The Rice Bowl. Oh, nice. Dude, you get high, right? I do. So you should have a show called Fried Rice. (laughs) Well, I'm Dirty White Fried Rice. That's kind of my my nickname, but I thought the rice bowl would be kind of fitting because with the podcast, I want to do something that's long form conversation with open topics, kind of Joe Rogan experience meets London Real. If you kind of want to get like an idea of that, and um, and it gives me an opportunity to, because Rice Crypto is a brand like Bad Crypto, and uh, I just a lot of people want to call me Rice Crypto, and I've been trying to separate myself more from Rice Crypto and just be Rice and have these other shows and kind of help expand who I am a little bit more. Because I do love cryptocurrency, but I'm all about truth and freedom as well.
2: Yeah, there's so many other topics out there, man. I know you and I have had a lot of offline conversations about how crazy the world is. And we've even debated sort of working on a show like that on our own. But I know I was like, Man, it's like you go down, you go deep down the rabbit hole in this cancel culture. And this is one of those things. It's like, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fine line between, you know, putting out good content and then pissing off people who don't want the truth. A lot of people want, they want the narratives they've been fed. You know, they want, they like their filter bubble people love their filter bubble like this is the news that i know is the truth that i listen to and then i have and anybody who shares anything other than that is a very horrible person because i don't believe what they say and so a lot of people don't explore a whole lot and so good on you for going out there and helping people dive down rabbit holes
5: well i think too by structuring the show and separating out my my um my topics by different shows it gives it opportunity for the viewers that like crypto to know what is specifically related to cryptocurrency. And there's some people that are going to obviously like all the different topics, but not all my content's going to be for everybody. And that's why I thought structuring it out would be an opportunity. And also like when I'm talking about things that are going down the rabbit holes, I'm still trying to come at this from as much of a journalistic, unbiased point of view as possible and deal with as much factual information as possible as you can with these types of things while engaging with other people who are well versed in those topics and just having really good dialogue, whether people agree or disagree, but just having a really good conversation that gives people an example of how other people can communicate because we're having that problem as, as you can see, like with everything going on around the world. I mean, since since I saw you guys in Miami, I mean, it's it's like Mad Max, like it's, everything's went crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's you know, I really have. um with everything going on, there's a lot to question. And a lot of people I think are starting to question things and wake up to some of the realities of what's happening, whether it's in economics or whether it's due to the social unrest. And um, I think when you have somebody who can put together some intelligent information, it just is adding value and and hopefully educating other people and encouraging them to, to do their own research and to use critical thinking.
0: Look how much the space has blown up just in the the crypto podcast world. I mean, Travis, when you and I started, there was just a handful of shows. You know, Trace Meyer was was doing a thing, and Laura Shin was doing a thing, and Let's Talk Bitcoin, I think was one, or Let's Bitcoin Network. Bitcoin, you know. It maybe, was like it was like literally, yeah, maybe five. Yeah, yeah, just a handful, literally. And now they're just they're all over the place, and everybody's got their own voice. So you know, just when you look at the industry. Um, The difficulty of, you know, being seen on YouTube, um, the conflict that we have of broadcasting on these big tech platforms that, you know, it's this love-hate relationship. Just, you know, what are you seeing as you're looking at the future of all this? How do we escape big tech and build that audience?
5: I mean, there's really no easy answer, um, especially when you're... um, kind of dealing with a topic that's being slightly censored and shadow banned i mean because i'm an outspoken anarchist um i've been dealing with the shadow banning and censorship a lot more so than people prior to the beginning or the end of last year and beginning of this year um it's really going to be trying to drive our our audiences over to other platforms and trying to spread out your information as and your content out as much as possible which is the reason why I'm doing the audio podcast. And then I'm also going to be taking select episodes from uh, the Rise Crypto channel and putting them in audio format as well. Because um, I just think that the more I can put myself out there, whether or not they're trying to censor me, the more my stuff is out there, the more it gives people an opportunity to be able to find my content. And then collaborating too, you know, like content creators, like kind of what we're doing here. Uh, I think it also brings a lot of value. It's it's opening us up to different audiences. And there's, uh, you know, when you speak about um, Ashton Addison, another content creator who I've worked with and we've done interviews together and we've all worked together, me and him are kind of like as far as looks, the very opposite end of the spectrum. He's very professional, nice suit and tie. I'm just kind of the keep it real person, but we still both add value to the space and we're able to reach different people. And that's kind of the point now. I mean, there are a lot of content creators, and unfortunately, not all of them are bringing value to the space, unfortunately.
2: Mm. I want to be a keep it real guy.
5: You want to keep it real guy. I want to keep it real.
2: So what are some of the other channels, the other, you know, the other social? I know you're doing some stuff on library. What Mm -hmm. are some of the other decentralized platforms that you're finding value in?
5: Well, um, I used to be a big fan of Steam, Steemit and uh, DTube. Um, but unfortunately, with everything that's happened with Justin Sun and the Hive hard fork and everything, I really wasn't getting a lot of love on the Steemit blockchain. So I just stopped using DTube. Are and you a Hiver now? I've been using Hive, yeah, a lot more. I've actually posted on Steemit that I officially quit a uh, month and a half, two months ago. And I haven't really posted on Steemit um, just powering down. My my two.
0: Is there a hive alternative to D2? Yes,
5: that's what I was gonna mention? Um three speak. So if you guys haven't had a guy named they call me Dan, Dan Henson, I believe is his name. He's uh I'm not sure if he's still a professional poker player, but he was playing poker. He created um, he's one of the founders, I believe, if not the founder of Three Speak, and that's kind three of
0: Speak, my- the number three, the mm-hmm. word speak dot online,
5: just found it. And um so it's blog. kind of like dTube was with the Steemit, steam blockchain and Steam it. How when you post your your content up on dTube, it would show up on Steam it as well. So when I post up my videos on ThreeSpeak, it shows up on hive.blog. And I've gotten a lot of love from the community and it's kind of like the same old steam steam community kind of coming together just kind of um, I really like what they did with the Fork with uh unfortunately and that would be another good reason to have dan on he's dealing with a lot of legal litigation right now um with that last fork that steam did that where justin's son had somehow was able to take coins from people and then those coins got transferred over to bitrix and um it, it was a lot of money that this guy had that he's lost because of this and he's um trying to rectify the situation so he can't even really talk about that yet publicly but they call me dan's a really good dude three speak is really good i've been using bit tubers but a lot of these other platforms are, are um, using the ipfs technology and it just takes forever to upload and it's very very antiquated so
0: i don't see how to connect my existing hive account like it made when i went to three speak i had to sign up for a new account but i don't see how to connect my existing hive account to it
5: Do you have Hive? Yeah, I have Hive. Do you have a a Hive keychain? uh, um, Yeah. Chrome thing? You should be able to sign up using that. After we're done, I can help you through it. Okay.
0: Cool, man. Well, we're glad that you're doing what you're doing. Moving forward, encourage people to go check out Rice Crypto's stuff, ricecrypto.io, or just uh, search for him on DuckDuckGo, and you'll come up with the the shows and everything. And uh, we're,
5: we're glad to have you in this sphere, my friend. Thank you, dude. I really appreciate you guys having me on your show, and I always enjoy working with you guys. And congratulations with what you guys did with um, the virtual blockchain week. And also, I'm really looking forward to the launch of Blockchain Heroes. A long time ago in a bad crypto galaxy,
0: not too far away, but, you know, one of the earliest guests we had on that was representing a new project was Ashton Addison the CEO and creator of event chain decentralizing tickets bringing the power of tickets away from the centralized evil ticket master and access to uh, empower the people and not get scalped well Ashton participated in virtual blockchain week as a key influencer and also hosts his own YouTube show called the crypto. Coin Show. He's got almost 25,000 subscribers and he's here today to catch up with all things Event Chain and YouTube. Welcome back to Bad Crypto, Ashton Edison.
6: Yes, thank you so much, Joel. It's a pleasure to be back here and it's great to hear you guys again.
0: Now, I'm
2: sitting here looking at uh, on, in our archive. You were episode 26 wow. on September 20th, 2017. So, just so you know, uh, we this is like near like when you, when we add up all of our episodes, we have over 500 episodes, and you were episode number 26. Even though technically this is episode 420 something.
6: Wow. Well, you guys have been working hard, and uh, it's I'm glad to be back. And it's been it's been a while, but you know you guys have grown so much. So it's a pleasure to be on your show. You yeah, don't pick up my size. That's that's not nice. Trying to lose weight. <laughs> I'm, size? I'm fasting. It. I'm going
0: to get everybody to cancel you now. Uh, so eventchain.io. You guys survived the you know the big crash and uh, you are still publishing events and uh, seeking to take on this ticket world so maybe kind of give us a quick update about what's happening on that front
6: definitely well event chains event ticketing application is still live in the market it's been an uphill battle not just with crypto but with covid and cancellation of events postponing events and there's always some hurdles to jump over and it's expected of any startup that you're going to be a 10-year overnight success. You know, nothing happens super easily. So it's an uphill battle that we continue to fight. And uh, we're here to stand our ground. And yeah, you know, with there's a lot of events still going on on the platform. Obviously, a lot of events, including, you know, the Virtual Blockchain Week, went virtual. And it actually seemed to help the community get together because you didn't have to fly around the world just to meet up with other crypto friends, you know, for example, with these crypto events, there's a lot of virtual events going on on event chain right now. And because it is a self-serve event ticketing platform, different groups of, uh, you know, blockchain advocates and networking events are just going to the platform and just creating an event on their own and posting it up. Um, So it's still going very well. uh, But obviously, we're looking forward to getting back to large scale concerts and major events where we can have thousands of people we can have a great time again so that's where we're aiming towards uh, but we're still making our way through here following the guidelines
2: there you go very nice and so congrats on your crypto coin show we noticed there on your youtube channel by the way you're you're uh tapping around twenty-five thousand subscriptions that's no small feat congrats on that and uh how's your show been going
6: Thank you very much. Yeah, it's been a long time in the making. You know, We started it originally in 2014, uh, back when there wasn't much going on in the industry. Uh, and we sort of you know fought that uphill battle for a few years. And it wasn't until 2017 when a lot of interest came and in to start doing videos. And we've reached over 500 videos as well now. Uh, and we continue to crank out as much content as possible. I think I've planned five interviews for this week and I like to clump them all together to, to get them get them out and then distribute them evenly. And there's some really good projects that have been working through 2020, you know, despite their setbacks. And I'm I'm always interested in hearing about the latest updates of of big projects and, and helping them present it to the crypto community to help it grow.
0: Are you protecting your uh, your videos against being removed by YouTube for
6: being crypto? Are you on Library? I'm definitely on Library. I really like Library. I have it open on my computer right now. And I highly recommend all YouTubers back it up to library because it's an automated process once you set it up. It's so easy.
0: It's they are the first one I've seen that have taken a major system and made it so simple to you put your channel in, you connect it to your account. And a few days later, all of your videos are sucked down onto library. And now you cannot be removed from the internet because your videos are truly decentralized.
6: Definitely. It's great for that and there is the library tokens that you're accumulating Uh, as somebody who has videos, you're getting uh, a crap ton more of tokens than you would if you were just watching videos. But I like to support, uh, you know, some of the YouTubers that uh, are crypto and they're also backing up to library. I prefer to watch their videos on library to help support them because they get tokens for that as well. So I definitely recommend the platform and myself have only had one strike so far. Um, haven't been too provocative with my videos in the eyes of YouTube, I guess, uh, but it seems a lot of crypto YouTubers were getting their videos removed and they seemingly did nothing wrong, right? So it's really, we're just at the mercy of, of YouTube's platform and it has that network effect where we want to keep using it. But I really wish that library would be the mainstream, you know, or some blockchain based one where we have that freedom to post whatever we want.
2: There you go. So you you're, you mentioned you chat, you're having five interviews this week, you've chatted with a lot of different projects. And so what are some of the things out there? Well, here we are in, uh, you know, mid June 2020. What are some of the projects that are exciting you over the next couple quarters in through the end of the year?
6: Yeah, well, a lot of these, uh, you know, altcoins that are not not in the top 10, but just out of it, they have a lot going on. Uh, and They seem to be working as hard as ever. I guess one of the most interesting interviews that I just put out last week was with the CEO of Dash Core Group, because Dash is completely revamping the economics of the coin to distribute more out to the master nodes. And this is something that's going to be worked through for the rest of the year, but it's supposed to help with the underlying value of Dash. And it seems like a big change and we also did interview Zcoin recently, which is another privacy coin. And that seems to be uh, a growing trend in uh, in the market right now, especially with all this craziness and volatility in the markets that there's definitely some interest in privacy coins. And another recent interview that I really liked was the Komodo platform. You know, Komodo has the ability to essentially create tokens as you would on Ethereum, except for those tokens become, you know, in part their own chain. So if the main chain was taken down for any reason, it becomes a standalone project. Uh, plus they have the decentralized atomic swaps and a bunch of other crazy functions that they're working on. So, there's so How many cool things. That? How Komodo. Do you Komodo. Komodo? KMD is the ticker. KMD. Okay, I'm looking. You mean, open,
2: close your Komodo, Joel. We don't want to, we don't want <laughs> to, the-
0: Komodo, like Ko. Got it. Yeah. They're number 75 in market cap right now. Uh, At the time of this interview, timestamp June 17th, 2020, around uh, 71 cents. Looks like it's been hovering um, in that range here for a little bit.
6: Yeah, no, it's uh, when I interviewed them, I interviewed the CTO and the things they're working on. I I was just jaw dropped at every answer they gave. Um, So there's so much cool stuff that doesn't really get enough press. And I try to look for these quality projects and, and show and help them showcase all this great functionality that's coming out, uh, you know, and it doesn't happen overnight. These guys have been working on this for a few years, uh, but it definitely is going to shape and, you know, and articulate the way that cryptocurrency comes into the mainstream as we get more functions and becomes less just techies. You're muted.
0: And I gotta edit the damn thing. <laughs> just, just right there. Gotta edit. Right there, <clears throat> Ashton. We appreciate the update. Uh, appreciate your friendship and what you're doing in event chain. You guys should go and subscribeify to Ashton's show on YouTube and Library Crypto Coin Show. Easy to find. It's got a big C
6: as a logo. So thanks, buddy. Keep at it. Thank you very much, guys. Great to hear from you again, and I'm looking forward to the next time. Back to back to back to back. Just don't call me Jack, but
0: you cut me some slack, and we're back again for more bad crypto, yo. Back to back to back to back to back to back. Lots of people doing cool stuff out there in the crypto podcasting world. Yeah, I think, uh, and then when we started
3: our
2: show, I think Ashton had already started his, and then Taryn, she'd been doing stuff. Mm -hmm. so brit and drew they started getting there they started getting there going in the 2018 and then rice i'm not sure when rice started about a year and a half two years ago or so Mm -hmm. yeah definitely Mm -hmm. cool people you know fun you know that's one things about this is that the people who are in the crypto space that are also doing uh podcasts many of them very cool people at almost as cool as us
0: (laughs) in many cases cooler Uh, yeah maybe more or less maybe more or less All well, long. we promised we you guys something. We have a gift. We do. It's a you gift. We keep on giving. It's herpes. <laughs> we are not giving away herpes today. <laughs> First of all, because I don't have it to give. I don't know about you, Mitch. ear <laughs> <sorry>.
2: herpes transmittable <laughs> through your ear holes. Sorry. <laughs> so, so if your
0: ears start itching and, you know, does <laughs> herpes itch, I don't even know. I, I don't want to know this is nft number 15 that we are giving away here as part of our proof of listening and you designed a pretty cool one for our third anniversary birthday birth anniversary
2: thank you yeah it's sort of an homage to uh our homage
0: it's it's meta homage <laughs> it's so omaji it's yeah, it sort of looks an like old the
2: old it's sort of what it is it sort of looks like the old design on the podcast cards plus a little mix of the blockchain heroes, NFTs that we've been doing. So we just sort of mishmashed it up. Number three years, three years. Is
0: it not super narcissistic to homage to ourselves?
2: <laughs> My homage to our uh, a previous homage to ourselves.
0: Yeah, I think before the show you went and homaged.
2: That's true. So yeah. it's like an homage to the homage to the homage. Oh, my.
0: my, Holy cow. This is available to you guys for three days. uh, Three days. Sunday night on the 19th. It will be available for 72 hours with the cutoff happening on Wednesday, July 22nd at eight o'clock Eastern time. Go to badco.in forward slash happy because we're happy.
2: So it's going to end right around the time, like a little bit after we do the, the, uh, the hero report five.
0: Yes. Uh, and we could talk about that, too. So and forward slash happy. Oh, one piece of information about this. Um, this is the first bad crypto NFT that is not being issued on Ethereum. This is wow. being issued on Wax. So when you go to the page, um, it'll instruct you to set up a Wax cloud wallet. If you don't have one, there's a, a video that I made for you that's 90 seconds long. It's so easy to set up a Wax cloud wallet. You basically go to Wax.io, go to cloud wallet create new wallet, boom, you know, verify your your account, you're done, it's easy. But make sure you put in a WAX address for this. You will not get the NFT if you put in an ERC-20 address. won't yeah. happen. I don't know if you
2: noticed this or not from listening to our show for three years, but there are multiple blockchains. Ethereum is one of them, WAX mm-hmm. is another one of them, and so they have different addresses.
0: They do, and since we're building the blockchain heroes, a collectible card set on WAX, we thought, you know what? We seem to be moving that direction. You don't have the gas fees that you have on Ethereum. And I'm hoping that Ethereum 2.0, if they ever launch it, will help to scale that and solve some of these problems. But um, we want you guys to be able to use WAX. And uh, for those of you that are following Blockchain Heroes, we did massive airdrops yesterday to those who had signed up for various promotional nfts and mr travis wright they are trading and buying and selling them like crazy on atomichub.io
2: yeah i'm, I'm curious the amount of airdrops that we did we did over what over maybe a thousand airdrops potentially well
0: there, there's one card that was a promotional card that went to fifteen thousand wallets yeah. okay but yeah. the ones people signed up for um yeah, we've done several thousand of them are in people's wallets right that now. That
2: probably would have cost, if we just did the thousand that just yesterday,
0: that airdrop on Ethereum probably would have cost between 3,500 and five grand dude. Yeah. Based on YSPs right now. I'll bet you all five, five airdrops we've done so far probably didn't cost us more than 100 bucks. And it cost more than 100 bucks on wax wow. total for all of them. But on Ethereum, it would have been just ridiculous. It would have been outrageous. You would have been crypto furious. Mm. Well, we, we would not one of the
2: reasons why. I mean, it, and it's so friendly. It's like once you get your wax, uh, your wax wallet address, it makes it really easy. You can start seeing on some of these different on some of these different secondary markets, like collectibles, uh, and then also, you know, there's the GPK market and there's atomic some of these 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 airdrops that we just happened, they are all populating on Atomic because they're an atomic asset. There's also uh, simple assets on Wax, but those are becoming more deprecated or becoming more. Uh, it's be- they're becoming more cross-friendly. I guess I don't know. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, basically, my understanding is that Atomic is just a better. Um, way to manage your assets it's more powerful and so in all likelihood simple is not going to be a thing anymore and we're building blockchain heroes on atomic um, with the help of the uh, creator of atomic hub io jonah who was yeah. on the, uh, the nifty show but i'm looking here uh, the you know these are nfts that we gave away for free more or less I mean one of them we had people do some activities like tweet or join the telegram and they earned points to get some special class cards but one of our creator cards Travis just sold here about 15 minutes ago for 66 dollars um, a booster class card just before that sold for $53.45. So the demand for what we're creating here is so high that people are buying and selling the free cards, not even the ones that they're paying for to come out of packs. Yeah. You know,
2: and that's one of the things, like I think when this is all said and done, one of the case studies about this and how the, the community has grown and then how we've rewarded the community along the way. With these NFTs that they've then been able to take on the secondary market and sell, it's it's so cool that we've sort of primed the pump on 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 our fans and let them earn some some wax to be able to actually buy packs of blockchain heroes. Like literally, if you were participating in this and got the free ones, you could sell some of these and then bought yourself several packs of blockchain heroes and well, spend no money. Like that's crazy. It's awesome.
0: Maybe still can. We're still, there's going to be more promotional True. cards that we're giving out before the launch of the actual product on August 8th. So if you're not in the Blockchain Heroes Telegram, t.me forward slash BC Heroes. There's over 700 people there now. It's a very active and vibrant community full of friendly people that love collecting. And uh, join our mailing list. It's a separate list from, from Bad Crypto. Uh, if you want to keep up to date on our meetings and the special things that we're giving away and uh, the, the whole product launch as it's rolling out, go to bcheroes.com and sign up for the newsletter. Uh, because we're doing some really fun things, and Travis, I think the bottom line is, <clears throat> you and I are pretty much working day and night on this. I mean, you're staying up, burning the midnight oil from the moment I wake up in the morning. I'm in the community and doing the pack giveaways, and you know, customer service, and working deals and promotions, and it, you know, throughout the day, we're just cranking it, and we just love what we've created. And it's like you know, when you're um, a game designer you want to create games that you'd want to play, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're a musician, you want to create music that you would enjoy listening to, Um, you know, and so I feel like we've created a collectible here that we want to collect. And that passion is just pouring out on the community because their response and their reaction has been amazing.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, I, I, I do feel that collecting side of, because I've, you know, I've collected baseball cards and stuff since I think I was five when I got my no, I think I was, I don't know when exactly did uh, the star Wars one come out. I think the star Wars 77 '77, when they came out. So I would have been four the first time that I got those cards. That was when I got my first cards. I think would have been when I was four. And so I think I, there's something there's something primal that happens on this It's like these are my cards no i don't want to give them away they're my cards now right <laughs> i feel that it's like even that i just like earlier today you're like all right i need you to send a telegraphico to these two addresses because they didn't claim I did, like their email confirmation went to their spam and i feel myself going no these are my cards i don't i'm not i don't want to give these away <laughs> and i think wow. it, I, I think that's because from a lifetime of collecting there's something primal in that and i think it's also you know sort of hunter-gatherer type of thing it's like here you are you're hunting for certain cards you want to collect all the cards so i definitely think that there's something uh that that's uh if you've collected cards before you start collecting some of these and you know that's what i think is i think that that is is i don't know has anybody have you ever seen any product anywhere giveaway product because i'm not i'm not trying to toot our own horns i'm just trying to think this out it's like We've given away, I think, ten different NFTs or so at the beginning of the show, or beginning of. The, but we haven't even launched our, our our full product yet, and then people are selling those, and then what we've given them, they'll be able to sell to actually buy the product. Like that's that seems unheard of. I've never heard of that before.
0: I haven't heard of that either. What you know, what's important to me is that they like what we've created they're into it that to me is is the most glowing endorsement that you know they can't wait to get their hands on the packs of cards and uh, it's going to be a big sale and we're going to be announcing something wednesday night we do something for those of you that don't know every wednesday called the hero report it's our community meeting where we get on a zoom and invite everybody who wants to come into the zoom and we do our latest news and we reveal cards and new features and and give updates and answer questions. And this Wednesday, we're going to do something um, in the NFT world that I don't believe has ever been done before. And uh, it's going to be exciting. And you you do not want to miss it because if you're not there for the live show, you will miss it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so yeah, it I've happens. Never heard of anybody doing anything like what we're doing on I so. And and I love your point. You know that people love what they're doing, love what we're doing, and you know. If you look at what's going on even with, with Tiger King, I think Tiger King, you know, their secondary market is pretty much non-existent because they, 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 in my opinion, they just put so many cards out into the market that every whenever you opened up a few packs, you got a complete set, you have them all, there's no need to go on the secondary market in trading. And it's strange to me, It's well, it's peculiar to look at the secondary market for the cards that we've given away for free that are going for $15 to over a hundred. There's been some that sold for over a hundred dollars. And the tiger King, which is garbage pail kids, which they're going for like 50 cents a dollar, a couple dollars.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they made, they did make a ton of them. There's no yeah. question about that. The community believes that there was an over supply, but you know, I got a hand it to Tobin and, and tops. They did sell out everything in an hour. Yeah. So you can't, uh, you know, you can't bust their balls on that. No you wouldn't even want to uh, to try that's a huge success as far as you know um, as anybody's concerned uh, i want to read we had some cool great reviews come in uh for the show here from the um, Blockchain Heroes audience, and a bunch of them posted yesterday here on iTunes. Uh, Aiken wrote, Joel and Travis have really impressed me over the last two months ever since they started on the Blockchain Heroes NFT release. They must never sleep. That's not untrue. Every week they bring more and more value to the project, have a ton of fun announcing it through the podcast and YouTube channel. Check it out for the hottest info and other projects related to um, NFT. Ah, uh, this one—the baddest of bad, which means great. This is the best crypto podcast out there. I follow Joel in other areas, and he and his friend—no, it doesn't say that. It says he and Travis are awesome. I've been listening almost since the beginning. Jumped on the crypto bad wagon because of these two, and it's been a wild ride. To stay bad. I'd say we're sorry. I don't know if.
2: Yeah, I'm so I like hard. this one. They keep it entertaining, but also keep on top of what's happening in the crypto space. There are a lot of crypto podcasts out there, but very few are worth your time. Give this one a listen and judge for yourself.
0: Yeah, one one guy put his wax wallet address in
2: here. He's like, please hook me up with some wax.
0: Hey, don't look now, but who is that standing behind you? It's the Bad Crypto Podcast, but don't let the name color your judgment. It's like Run DMC said in Peter Piper, not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. There it is uh so thanks to everybody for your yeah. reviews and please yeah. do share oh hey, it i like this right here
2: if you like crypto and napoleon dynamite this is the podcast for you oh, oh
0: such a fun <laughs> funny informative crypto podcast oh tina shut up and eat your quesadilla uh
2: oh, quality <laughs> host quality guests lots of giveaways uh oh
0: oh man it's been a great ride and now we are in our fourth year as of today want to give a shout out to our sponsor at divvy they're taking early signups for their new digital finance ecosystem that's going to offer Crypto debit cards, instant bank accounts, and fiat to crypto on and off ramps right in the wallet. If you want to be first in your line to get your hands on these services, head over to wallet.diviproject.org. enter your email. I love my Divi Masternode. It's cranking away and making me Divi. And it's like Divi's right around seven cents now, too.
2: Didn't you say that your Masternode is like kicking out like 50 bucks a day or something?
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's seven cents. I mean, I started it when it was around two and so but it's kicking out almost the same amount of divi every day so the value of those just continues to uh increase so thanks
2: yeah
0: well there you go uh it's uh it's been a fun ride so far we're just getting started uh wait wait i thought we were
2: finishing it seemed like we're near the end
0: we're finishing the show oh but we're just getting started in the crypto world i mean three years that's you know they happen to blink of an eye by the way um as of tomorrow I'm celebrating 25 years of my first website. Really? Yeah. Worldvillage.com started July 20th, 1995. And so website tomorrow, website got there? that was the, the day of my first website got launched. But at that time there was about 10,000 live www.whatever.com websites oh. in the world. So I was somewhere in the first. 10,000 ish. By the end of the year, there was 18,000. So 25 years ago, I started it. I am old. <laughs> wow. So, so that World Village Day tomorrow? World Village Day. I don't know what I'm going to do to celebrate. Probably give something. But you're away. like, we
2: you need to create a world village because it takes a village. And uh, yeah.
0: Then Hillary went and wrote that book.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like after you did, they're like, oh, yeah. did, did you ever see? Did you? Did you I don't know. I don't want to be political on this, but it's just one of those moments. It's just so funny. Did you ever see the uh, the moment whenever it was like right before the election and like they were all doing this sort of thing? They were at this, I don't know, I don't remember the place they were at, but then Trump was like they were Hillary and Trump were roasting each other, and then he goes, It takes a village. Hilly, we should know, cause she's taking quite a few. <laughs> like, the look on her face was just like, "Oh shit!" Like, i pretty I've funny. Never seen anybody troll somebody in real life. know like, was crazy.
0: Comedian in chief or something. Yeah. That's yeah. A comic. You know, if anybody gets it, our president understands the meaning of staying bad.
2: It's my birthday, too. Yeah. They say it's your birthday. So stop your shit coinery.
0: (laughs) The ukulele stylings of Mr. Travis Wright.